everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Two Terrible Sports Analysts. I'm your host, Ashton. I'm here with Colin. Hey, guys. What's going on? And we are going to talk about first uh, our favorite player before our time. Go ahead. I'll actually let you go first today. That way I don't feel bad if I take your player. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I hope you don't have this one. But it is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. I actually didn't choose him, so we are, we're actually good for once. See, I told you if you picked him, I was going to kill myself. I was actually going to choose him, but I chose somebody else. Okay. Well, I, I was hoping you wouldn't because I really don't have a backup. I could think of a backup, but all right. Anyway, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, great player. Uh, he has six rings, and when he retired, he led in points and blocks, and I believe he is third in blocks now. Um, he's still first in points because LeBron is second. He's going to pass him pretty soon. I, would, I mean, I say he will. But great, great player. Um, he had the sky hook. You know, people you – know, him, when him and uh, Magic played together, I thought that was – the best that he played, which he played good on the Bucks and stuff too. But when him and Magic played together, of course that was before our time. But just looking, I've watched games, you know, reruns, you know, of them playing together, and it was just the chemistry between them two. It was amazing. But well, I mean, um, that is the but, topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but they, which him and Oscar Robertson also played together on the Bucks, right? I believe so. Yeah, which they had good chemistry too, uh, but. Just magic, you know, magic, you know. He's a great player. All right, uh, who'd you pick then? <clears throat> I stayed in West Virginia. Uh-huh. I went back plumb to the 60s. I, I chose the... Jerry West. Mm-hmm. See, I figured He's... that's who you would pick. That's why I didn't pick him. <laughs> okay. Like I said, I almost chose Kareem. So, like I said, shocker. Free Terrible yeah. Gamers style podcast. I'm going to take every single thing that you got since you're a host. But <laughs> I chose Jerry West because, I mean, yeah, he got the nickname Zeke from Cabin Creek. But in reality, he was always, he did, he never did like that nickname because he was more than just, you know, obviously he lived on Cabin Creek, but he actually lived in the little town of Shillian, West Virginia. Mm hmm. Which, to us, obviously, we live close to that area. Or, I guess, technically, I lived close to that area. I don't <laughs> no longer live close to it. Yeah, I'm about 40 but, minutes away, actually. Yep. <clears throat> but growing up, I mean, obviously, the whole entire history there, the whole nine yards, which, in all honesty, I never knew it was Shillian until I was doing a little bit of research on this topic for it. I mean, I'm... Like I said, I knew he was from West Virginia. I knew he's on Cabin Creek, but I mean, there's a bunch of you know small incorporated towns. Just I mean, just like Cabin Creek is actually an incorporated town in there, just like how Indoor is in West Virginia. Right. <clears throat> so it was a small unincorporated town. So that's why he he wanted to be realized that he was from Shillian, where he was, which. Obviously, good talent just comes from that area because just a few more minutes up the road, that's where Mr. Uh, Randy Moss was born as well. And uh, <clears throat> Jason Williams, White yep. Chocolate, and Bill. 
Yep, both of them was born in Bell, and like I said, Jerry West was born about 10 minutes away in Chilean. Yeah, a lot of great talent, talent in that area. But yeah, I mean, obviously he played with the Lakers his whole entire NBA career. He is the NBA logo currently. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I mean, I think the NBA is planning on changing it soon. Whether they do actually do it or not, it's a whole different ballgame. I think they're probably just going to wait till he's dead to do it. Probably. <clears throat> I don't want to really disrespect him. Why yeah. still living? But Mr. Clutch, I mean, he, what, nine title runs and only one championship, though? Yeah, if I'm and not he, I, mistaken. If I'm, not mistake, if I'm not mistaken, he's the only player to get a finals MVP on the losing team, right? Like, he yes. didn't win that finals, but he won the finals MVP. That is correct. Isn't he also the first one to do it as a general manager, too? Thanks. So. Or as a coach? Yeah. yeah. Was it a GM or was it a coach? I think it was a. I think it was a I coach. He, I think he was a coach, but I know he was um, for the Lakers. I think he did end up moving up to GM, but then they screwed him over. He got mad and he went to the Clippers. Yeah. Which, going back to the whole entire Max Johnson thing that you were talking about earlier with Kareem, winning time on HBO Max, still not a sponsor. (laughs) That is a good representation of that era of basketball, I believe so. But that had Magic and Kareem, it mainly focused on the Lakers, the franchise that that they were building with him. That's new. I think it came out last year or this year. I think it may come out at the beginning of this year. I've been wanting to watch it. It's mainly about the Lakers, right? It's yeah, it's the Lakers dynasty, the building yeah. of it from Magic and Kareem onward, and I mean it depicts Jerry West pretty well for the typical West Virginian as we're seen, anyways. He don't he don't like his representation on there, but obviously, like I said, I don't know what what went on behind closed doors back in that era because we would we didn't even exist yet. Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. Our parents barely existed. Yeah. I just you said Jerry West. I just think it's awesome that the logo of the NBA is from the small state of West Virginia. It's just always been to me and you mind blowing. And it gives us it gave us hope when we was little, you know, that we could do whatever we wanted to do. Even though we're oh. from a small state, small town. Oh yeah, definitely, especially since that small town was wasn't even an hour away. Yeah. I mean, shoot, several weekend trips just just there or, you know, get home from school and go to Shillian. Because, I, I mean, shoot, my doctor's office was in Shillian. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, it wasn't Going to Charleston, you drive by every time you go to Charleston. So. From the direction we came. Yeah. I'm glad we well, didn't have the same players again. <laughs> me too, because that's a common thing on our other podcasts. We have the same answers. But we make it work. It's all right. Uh, so moving on to the next topic, about a week ago, or maybe close to two weeks ago now, LeBron signed a new deal with the Lakers. It was a two-year, I believe a $93 million, something like 97. that. 97. 97. I knew it was 97. $97 million deal. So what do you think about that? you think that's good for him <laughs> and the team, or you think it, he took too much money and now they're not having enough cap space to get a good player? Actually, I was doing some research on that one, and depending on the cap space of it, it can actually go up to 
111 million in the next two years, depending on how much cap space is there next season. Hmm. So it can still go up. It can still go up. His salary can still go up if the cap space remains the same. Granted, with the acquirance of Pat Bev, we'll see how that actually works out with cap space. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming since they got them, we'll go, well, got him that they'll probably get rid of Westbrook, which will free up some more cap space as well. Yeah. And Westbrook, whatever they're paying him, I'm not sure what they're paying him, but he's not worth whatever they're paying him. He was garbage last year. Yeah. But I mean, I'm assuming that's why they acquired Pat Bev. And like I said, I mean, I know usually what Westbrook. Because I believe that when he got traded, he still got owed whatever he was on his prior five-year contract with, uh, what was it, the Rockets? No. It was on the Wizards before. It was on the Wizards the when he got that big deal. Yeah. But no, he signed a deal with the Rockets, did he not? Yeah, probably. And then it just moved on to the Wizards and then moved yeah. on to the Lakers. But obviously, he still gets the same money. It's just what team wants to pay him that amount of money, which – like so, it, like I said, at the all greater scheme of things, at the end of the day, he's still under contract for that uh, five-year deal that he signed for Braun to get that hundred mil. Yeah, and I think I've seen a lot of people online were mad that oh he shouldn't have took that much money, you know, the cap space for the team, you know, not want to leave enough room to get a good player. LeBron is in his 20th season and playing the way he is. I think he deserves the money that they offered him. I mean, not just any player is as valuable as he is at his age. Name another player that is this level that far into his career. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, the other Laker prodigy that was, you know, is deceased now. He was close to it that on his 20th year, but – he still wasn't putting up those type of numbers. I mean, he was still putting up, you know, over 20 points per game, but LeBron's still putting up, you know, 26, 27. Yeah, he averaged 30 points a game last year in his 19th season. That's crazy. That is unreal numbers. And like I said, Kobe, he didn't even do that his 20th season, and he was a Laker his whole entire career. Yeah. And I know this isn't uh MVP debate or anything, but – LeBron in his 20th season was putting up almost 30 points a game. All right, averaged 30 points a game, but he didn't win MVP. I don't understand. That will be a topic for another day. Yeah, just say he gets ripped off a lot. But uh, yeah, I think I think it's a good deal for LeBron and the team. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, he wanted to sign a two-year deal because when that two-year deal is up, that's when his oldest son. Bronny is going to be coming into the league, and he wants to play with him. So wherever he may go, he or wants he'll be to a- play with eligible him. to come into the league. Yeah, he'll be eligible because we he never know not. in the next two years if he'll get hurt or whatever could prevent him from doing so. Right, and the NBA or the NCAA they could sign something saying that you know they have to play more than one year to be in the league because used to be you come from high school and then they change it to you know one and done. But it could change again. They can make it play and two now years. You can go from high college. school to the G League. Yeah. You don't even have to go to they college now. It. Yeah, well, they can – I guess they, it's a, where it's a development league. Uh, they can uh-huh. that. Like I said, if you got enough talent, you can just go straight to the G League. Yeah. 
and play, which, I mean, it's still the same concept. You can still play usually one year, and then that's whenever the NBA teams will snatch you up or let you keep on playing down there if you're not quite good enough. Yeah. Which, I mean, there's no questions. I mean, the kid's good. I mean, he's a lot better than me, but like I said, it's just whether or not, like I said, injury and everything else will be the defining factor of how soon he comes into the league. Yeah, because I think uh, I've seen that Chet Holmgren or whatever his name is, uh, he just got hurt, and he's out for his whole rookie year. Actually, it was Gordon LeBron when he got hurt. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's crazy. It was during that crossover league or whatever it is right now. Mm-hmm. The um, is it the Drew League? Basically, the Drew League, but it was—I mean, it was a pro AM setting. Oh, okay, gotcha. You know, that's another thing I've noticed a lot more recently that rookies have gotten hurt before the rookie seasons even start. That seems like a more common thing now. Oh yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean especially since they're our age and we realize it more than what we did growing up. So, I mean, we can't really compare it, but yeah, you never seen, it seems like you got a lot more players get injured more now, no matter what their age is. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a necessarily like a generation thing where I'm not saying where our generation is more prone to injury, but maybe we're not as, mentally tough as a generation of new athletes coming in. Yeah, that could be it. You know, we, cause when we got hurt, when we younger, we, we just played through it. I broke my foot and I was outside playing football and basketball with you in the yard. I know. I was one of you broke foot. my foot. You broke my foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, I was outside <clears throat> in a boot playing basketball and football and stuff, but, we was just always told to, you know, walk it off, you know, you know, because when I did break my foot, my dad was like, oh, I'll walk it off. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. What was it? Like but, two days later, you went to the hospital? Yeah, because my dad said I was fine. <laughs> he said, just walk it off. You're all right. And Elizabeth finally talked to me and take me to the doctor and it was, it was broke. But he felt bad after that. But I mean, that's just yeah. how it was raised, you know, get up, walk it off. You're fine. Yeah. And like I said, everyone comes from different roots. So like I said, I mean, they may not have been told the same thing because it seems like the typical cliche athlete story growing up is poor family. You just focus on sports and then all of a sudden you're good all of a sudden and you're making all this money. So like I said, they yeah. may have not been told the same thing as we was told growing up as, you know, walking off. But yeah. there's also been a lot more medical advancements since then too. So therefore, they were they're able to pick up a lot more stuff than what they could twenty years ago when people were coming to the league. Yeah, that's true. Because what he suffered, they would have just told him that he had a you know sprained ankle twenty years ago. Yeah, and he would have you know he would have been more prone to injury throughout his career because he would have you know just been playing on it and everything else. So, like I said, playing on while you're hurt is going to eventually cause you to be in more pain and your longevity in your career is not going to be as long because you're not healing. Yeah. It just makes the injury worse. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they went ahead and told him to take off the rest of the season. Yeah. Whether it was an actual season in your ending injury or not, they don't want to take a chance because just like Zion, he what hurt himself and he came back just a little too quick and he hurt himself again. 
Yeah, he hasn't done hardly anything since he <clears throat> came to the league. Can't and Derrick Rose was the same way whenever he was, you know, big and famous in his prime. He got hurt and he kept on trying to come back too soon. Yeah, it's true. And now look at him. I mean, he's doing good now, but, you know, it's just – it's he's not as good as he used to be because his knees just bother him too much because he just kept pushing through. Mm-hmm. Like you said, all that will eventually take toll on the body if you don't allow anything to heal. Yeah. And I think finally – Medically, and the NBA staff, and well, not just the NBA, but NFL and NHL, MLB, everyone's realizing, hey, yeah, maybe these guys should take a break. Like, because you think at that point, by the time they're professionals, they've probably been playing the sport since middle school. Yeah, at least. So, I mean, that's over 10 years of hardship on their body from these sports. Mm hmm. And then to have a long career like LeBron, you have to be smart and know when to lay off of and let heal. That's the reason LeBron's able to do what he does at his age. He's took care, good care of his body. What well, I think there's rumors that he spends over a million dollars on his like healing processes throughout the year. That's what that's what they say. And that don't count as diets and everything else. That's just like. Obviously, he can afford, like, the deprivation tank and everything else to, you know, all those programs. But, I mean, that, like I said, that's not even counting food for the guy for his diet to stay healthy. That's just on healing and, you know, massages and everything else. Yeah, just taking care of his body physically, not, you know, intake for food or anything. Which, I mean, if I could do it, don't get me wrong, I would do the same thing. But, yeah, we don't got that kind of money. Definitely not. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, back in 2007, Mark Cuban just recently released this, that the Mavericks got close to a trade for Kobe. And I believe it was going to include Dirk Nowitzki. So just on this topic, what if, what if that did go through? What would that mean for both teams? <clears throat> So actually, I've done a little bit more research on that. It wasn't Dirk wasn't going to be part of that deal. He was going to team up with Kobe. Oh, he's going to team up with Kobe. Yeah, they was going to trade like four players for Kobe instead of trading their best player. Mm-hmm. So in that what if scenario, if they would have traded, I say the Mavs would probably be close to, I say, eight or nine championships themselves. So you think they'd have went every year? Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think there would have been any Golden State Warriors with Curry or LeBron's mm-hmm. LeBron would have been as triumphant as he was at the time. Because you think you pair analytically, you know, part of our name right now, is <laughs> stats-wise, LeBron was pretty much LeBron, yeah, in, in Miami in his later, you know, middle of his career, he had, you know, Bosch and Wade with, you know, that. But when Dirk and Kobe by themselves are putting up as much points as what all three of those guys were combined at that point in their careers, like I said, statistically speaking, there would have been no hope for any other team in the league. Talent-wise, for sure. Talent-wise, for sure. Because, I mean, I know growing up we always dissed on Kobe, but the guy had – probably the greatest work ethic out of anybody since Jordan, which yeah. 
I was actually doing some more research into that whole entire debate. I know it's not really the topic right now, but just work ethic wise. And I think Phil Jackson had done an interview. They asked what was the difference in between those two guys. And his answer was Jordan had to beat you in everything. Kobe just had to beat you in basketball. <clears throat> yeah. Which also when people talk about worth ethics, they also talk about Ray Allen too. He had a oh, yeah. great work ethic and he's still in shape because he still works out every day like he did when he was playing. But speaking of Ray Allen on that concept, so 07 would have been the time that they traded. That would have been the 08 season when Boston won the championship. I don't, like I said, Boston wouldn't even set a chance at that point with their big free in Allen, Pierce, and Garnett. Well, so like I said, from 07 to whenever Kobe would have decided to retire, went back to LA since, you know, he was a Cal, I believe he was a California kid. Uh, Kobe. Yeah. I believe so. I believe so. So, like I said, I think if he would have went to the Mavs, he would have eventually done what LeBron done. He would have went there for a little bit, then he would have went back to his home state <clears throat> to try to win another ring. But you think his title runs that he had in the early 2000s. So, I mean, yeah, he had Shaq, and then, you know, later on he proved that he didn't need Shaq whenever he won, you know, 09 and 2010. But yeah. – like I said, if he would have been paired with Dirk, which was a lot better shooter than what Shaq could ever be. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, Shaq was a better defender. But scoring-wise, like I said, Dirk could beat Shaq hands down any day if it came to shooting. Oh, yeah. So, like I said, statistically speaking, yeah, the other opponents may have had closer games with them. But whenever you had two clutch shooters <laughs> – to shoot the ball at the end of the game comparing to probably the other teams won, you had no question in the world that the Mavs would have definitely won more championships if Kobe would have went there. I see what you're saying. Uh, and I agree with most of it, but in my opinion, if they were both on the same team, so I, I thought they were going to trade one for one for one, but if they were both on the same team, I think they would have got, Maybe two championships is it because I know Kobe and Dirk are both they're both alpha dogs, they want to be the best on the team, so I think they would have clashed kind of like Shaq and Kobe did, but they made it work. But I think they would have clashed too much because Kobe, you know how he was, he was headstrong and he's going to go get it no matter who's in his way, whether it's teammates or not. So, I think. Oh, yeah. That would have, I think that would have been a conflict within the team. I could be wrong, but <clears> I think they would have clashed and that it would have oh. been a Shaq situation and they'd have just had to move Dirk out or move Kobe out because that's what it was. When Shaq was in there, eventually they just had to move Shaq out because I mean, they was keeping but, Kobe. But at the same time, like I said, at the end of the day, uh, if it was a Shaq situation, they still had a free Pete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They maybe two to three at most, but um, they'd eventually clashed, and then, which I guess technically Shaq won too because once he got shipped out, he won a championship with the year before Miami. Yeah, so they both won. Kobe won, and Shaq won too. But I think if it was Dirk and Kobe on the same team, three championships at most. 
after that they have to ship one of them out because they just got in each other's way. And then if they just get in each other's way, it kind of hurts both of their legacies at that point. So That's true. I, I see what you're saying on that one. All right. We got a few more minutes here. So what is your Super Bowl predictions for this season? I am going to go with Tampa Bay and the Buffalo Bills. Okay. I don't see a, I don't see a repeat of next year just because there hasn't I mean obviously with the Patriots but it's not ever hardly that a team will ever repeat in the NFL it's not the NBA. Right. So the chances of you actually repeating or even repeating in the NFL are near impossible. So therefore there goes the Rams chances of winning the Super Bowl again. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. And like I said, the Bills, they're a powerhouse team this year. And then, obviously, Tampa got Brady back. And I think Brady's looking for revenge since he didn't make it to the, you know, championship last year. Right. So, you don't think the uh, other Super Bowl competitors last year, the Bengals, you don't think they're going to do anything? I said they'll make it to the AFC championship game where they get beat out by the Bills. Okay. Well, uh, for my predictions, I had the Buccaneers as well, and I had the Chiefs, which was a matchup year before last. So I think they're both okay. going to make it back because um, the Chiefs, they're still a good – they got a good quarterback, and so does the Buccaneers, you know, Tom Brady. So I think oh, yeah. that they'll both make it back, and it'll be a rematch in the Super Bowl. And, you know, just depending on which one wins, probably – uh, the Buccaneers, but you never know because Patrick Mahomes, he's a he's a good young player still. So yeah, he's so. definitely good. But what he lost Tyree Kill? Yeah, he did. And correct me if I'm wrong, but he went to, and he went to the Bills, correct? I think so. So yeah, like I said, I I just I think it's going to be Tampa versus Buffalo with Tampa coming out on top. Wrong. What is it? Uh, Tom Brady lost Gronk. He retired. Yep. I know he lost Gronk, and he lost AB last season, too, because that's whenever he ran off the field. Yeah. being a kid. In the middle of the game. Yeah, being a kid. Acting like a kid. But, but I think Brady can pretty much win with anyone around him. He's just that great of a quarterback. As long as they can catch, he can get it to him. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, shoot. Going back to LeBron, the guy's been in the league for 20 years now? Just over 20? Over 20 years? I think 20 years. I think he came in 2000. 22 years? Yeah. A good while. I think he's like, what is he, like 40? He's 45. 45. 45. Want to turn 45 this season. He might be 44, turn for 45. He's getting up there, but like you said, he's another LeBron like player just taking care of his body and still playing like the young guys better than the young guys some of them you know and being part of the Patriots for most of his career he's always been pretty much well protected in the pocket oh yeah all right then what are your NBA finals predictions for this season I am going to say the Celtics versus the Nuggets the Nuggets the white whale Jokic Yep. 
I think Jokic is finally going to have – I mean, he's been having great seasons, but I think the rest of the team is finally going to come together and uh, do it. But, obviously, I'm going to have to be biased and choose Celtics as winning it all just because they're my team. Right, right. But that is my NBA final predictions because now the Celtics team do does have experience in the finals. They can realize where they went wrong. So last year, I think it was a culture shock for pretty much the whole team. Yeah. Because nobody had any finals experience on the team, I don't believe. Or if so, there was only one player that had played in the finals before. I don't think there's any. Yeah, compared to Golden State, which had literally, I think their whole entire starting five had been to at least five finals each. Yeah. Because I think on the Celtics, the oldest guy or one of the oldest guys was Al Horford, and he's never been in the finals as far as I know. Uh-huh. Been to the, you know, uh, conference finals conference several finals. times, but that's yeah. a whole different ball game. Oh, yeah. Especially in the East. Mm-hmm. It's an easier conference. Especially since LeBron moved out of the East. Yeah. Now, yeah. Like I said, it's it was a, debatable back in the day when LeBron was over there because, I mean, it was it always seemed like it was the Celtics and the Heat or the Celtics and the Cavs were playing each other in yeah. the conference finals. Basically, the Celtics and LeBron. <laughs> yeah, basically the Celtics and LeBron. Because LeBron pretty much – LeBron and the Celtics dominated the East because – I mean, that's just how it was. And then, like I said, once he moved west, it became a lot easier conference. It was a lot more wide open for other teams to step in. So a different one has stepped in each year since he left. Yep. Now, what's your predictions on it? Mine is the Celtics as well, if they all stay healthy. Um, And the Lakers, if AD stays healthy and they get rid of Russell Westbrook. If they keep Russell Westbrook, they're not going. Now, if they keep him and sit him like they're saying they're going to since they got Patrick Beverly, then, yeah, I think the Lakers will go. As long as AD will stay healthy. That's been the problem the past couple years. AD will not stay healthy. But, so I got a runner-up in case people in the Celtics do not stay healthy. I say the Heat because they are a good, younger, upcoming team. They got a lot of good players. So, yeah. the Heat – and then I'll say the Warriors if the Lakers don't go. Okay. That makes Because, I mean, you don't even have to explain the Warriors. You see why. So. <laughs> they're stacked. Oh, yeah, definitely. They've been stacked for years. If they stay, stay healthy, they're a competitor every year. That's all the time we have for today, though. Yep, that's all the time we got. Thanks for listening, guys. And go listen to our other podcast, Three Terrible Gamers. And just thanks for listening. See you guys later. See you guys.